good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. Thanks for letting me into your day. Thanks for giving this podcast an opportunity to stimulate your mind towards greater godliness as we meditate on the on the scriptures. Uh, had a good Lord's Day this past uh, Sunday and it was marvelous to be in God's house. There are many people there that uh, needed to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and had the opportunity to present that. I trust that you're faithful in your church attendance, in your house of worship, that you're faithful in your support and prayer for the assembly God's called you out to. Uh, God has called every one of us to participate in a family. It's that place where we practice all the one another's of the New Testament, learning how to live out the teaching and the plan of God. Trust that your loyalty and your love is regular with the Lord, and uh, you make that a point in your life to do. I want to call our attention today to a particular topic I'm going to talk about today and tomorrow, uh, or in the next podcast, okay? Uh, and I was reading an article recently in a, I, I receive a, uh, a trade um, a booklet on the, from the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, just giving help towards those that are ministering to the spiritual needs of people in their ministry, pastors and things of that nature, and counselors. And I was reading an article there, and there's an article by Margaret Glass, who was literally uh, telling about an incident in her own life. Uh, it was on Christmas Day. Uh, she was telling the story about her little four-year-old nephew that was about to open his present from his grandparents. Uh, and the present was a darling little black leather motorcycle jacket. Now, I, I don't care who you are. If you'd been a teenage boy, you would have really enjoyed getting that kind of a present. But when this little four-year-old nephew opened the box, she said his sweet little face filled with bitter disappointment. And as tears ran down his cheeks, he cried bitterly, I thought it was going to be a toy. Disappointment hurts, doesn't it? You ever been disappointed? The Bible says in Proverbs 13 and verse 12, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. Have you ever been disappointed in life? Uh, you don't have to look very far in the Bible to find others who experience disappointment in life. And I believe there's some great lessons there for us to learn. Uh, things don't always go as they're planned. Uh, we would like for them to fall into place, but sometimes the hopes and dreams that we, we nurture just don't end up materializing. They just don't come about. And if you're not careful, you can end up a bitter disillusioned person who shakes his or her fist at God and accuse him of wrongdoing or that God doesn't care about you or that he has it out for you or something of this nature. I've had those people in my ministry that just can't seem to see beyond their own noses about, about the Lord. How are we to deal with those disappointments of life, those tough times, those hard knocks? Uh, I don't think you have to look very hard to find examples in the scriptures of people who actually faced some very deep disappointment. Some of them responded well to setbacks and tragedies. Some of them reacted not so well uh, in a very poor way. And I want to just note uh, for you some of uh, just a handful of people who responded to disappointment in life and the way they did that. One of the first that comes to mind, and Margaret even pointed this out in her article as one of the example, 
uh, is Naomi. Naomi was from Bethlehem. If you go back and read the book of Ruth, you will be told that she and her husband, along with their two sons, actually journeyed from Israel to the land of Moab because there was a drought and a famine in Israel. And then, as you read through the story, I'm shortening it up quite a bit, but Naomi's husband died while they were in Moab. Their two sons married Moabite women there, and both of her sons then died. And Naomi, according to Ruth chapter 1 and verse 5, was literally bereft of her two children and her husband, and life certainly did not go as she expected it to. They may have had one way of thinking that life was going to be in Moab, but as it turns out, that was not the case. So, uh, as you read through the story in Ruth chapter 1, uh, verse 20, Naomi decided to return to Israel, and one of her daughters-in-law, Ruth, chose to go with her. Uh, that was a significant choice that was made by her daughter-in-law. Uh, and she answered, do not, uh, uh, when, when she arrived in Bethlehem, when Naomi arrived there, the women of the city in Bethlehem said, is this Naomi? And it's interesting that Naomi's answer was, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. And she goes on to say, I went out full, but the Lord has brought me back empty, is a manner of speaking. Uh, why do you call me Naomi, since the Lord has witnessed against me and the Almighty has afflicted me? So Naomi said, uh, you're calling me by the wrong name. I'm bitter. <laughs> I'm Mara. She named herself that. Uh, we know that she was not the one that was responsible for what happened in her life and the terrible tragedies. Uh, but she was responsible for her response to those tragedies. Uh, I do believe that, to slightly to her credit, that she firmly uh, acclaimed the sovereignty and the righteousness of God, but her conclusion was very much short-sighted. It was very, as we say, myopic. She believed in the Almighty God, but she did not have a good grasp of His goodness and wisdom. And as a result, she responded to her trials with short-sighted bitterness. My, how I've seen that happen in people's lives. There have been times when people have, have uh, experienced some very earth-shaking disappointments and tragedies in their own life. And, be, and they know there is a God. They instinctively are aware of that. They have actually been taught that. But their viewpoint and their take, their perspective on the God of this universe is that somehow he is unloving or he is unconcerned or he is trying to get them back for some acts of rebellion previously done in their life or that just somehow that his goodness and his wisdom seem to fail them and they can't see it because of their introspection that they have, and sometimes even their grieving and sense of loss, as it was in Naomi's condition. I want to challenge you today, if you've experienced disappointments lately, I want to challenge you to reject the Naomi response, 
and instead remember that even in those tragedies, you cannot forget the wisdom and the goodness of a loving God. We're going to cover a little bit more in the next podcast, and we're going to look at another character, and we'll draw lessons from these people whom the Lord has recorded in Scripture for our benefit and for our example to avoid and to emulate. God bless you today. Walk with Christ. Christ.